good to see you all this morning. Welcome. It's good to have you here. We're here to celebrate God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Now Sky will read to us from the Bible. Matthew chapter 13, verses 1 to 9. That same day Jesus went out of the house and sat by the lake. Such large crowds gathered round him that he got into a boat and sat in it, while all the people stood on the shore. Then he told them many things in parables, saying, Whoever has ears, let them hear. A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched, and they withered because they had no root. Other seeds fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Still other seed fell on good soil, where it produced a crop, and hundred, sixty, or thirty times that was sown. Whoever has ears, let them hear. Blessing. He has shown us what is right and what does require the Lord. Whoever has ears to hear, let them hear. Thank you, Sky. Jesus tells us a story which Sky just wonderfully read to us. I was allowed to scatter a bit of seed among path, among the thorns, rockies, path, and then the good soil. And Jesus wants to explain something to the people listening. Yes, on the one hand, obviously, Jesus is talking about the very normal cycle of nature, isn't he? If a street falls on the street, uh, if a seed falls on the street, duh, it's not going to grow. Or if it's eaten by birds, it's going to be carried elsewhere out of the garden. That's obvious. But I don't think Jesus wants to discuss gardening and farming tips with us. What to do and what not to do. Just go on www.plantyourpotswithjesus.org.uk He wants to explain something more meaningful to us. Because the stories Jesus told, they're meant to challenge us, have meaning. So, a bit of Q&A. What do you think? We've heard the story. What do you think that seed might stand for? What do you guys think? Yes, what do you think the seed is? It could be a mustard seed. Yes. Well done. Well done. This is a sunflower seed, but it could be a mustard seed, a very tiny one. What else do you think does Jesus want to explain with a seed? Any ideas? Just shout along. Be brave. Adults as well. Yes. A message. Yes. Wow, it could be the message. That's deep thinking there. Who else thinks it might be the message? Yeah? Hands up? Yeah? Some? Some are not so sure? Maybe it's just a seed? 
And who do you think the gardener, the sower, is in the story? Any other ideas? The sower, who could that be? The one who sows. Who might that be? Any ideas? Yeah? Could be God, yes. Is the sower God? Yeah, I see nodding. Okay. Yes. As I read the Bible story, I would agree because later on Jesus explains what it all means and he says, yes, the seed is the message. It's the word, the good word. And Jesus always had that one message to share the biggest love story of all times to remind people like you and me that God now big word alert is a God of compassion we had that last week in kingdom kids that God is a God of compassion that he's looking out for us The seed is the message. Absolutely right. Well done. It's the word that brings hope. It is about God's rescue plan that involves each one of us because each one of us is meant to receive this love. You are meant to receive this love, this compassion. And then we enter a bit of a gray area. Because Jesus doesn't say, Jesus doesn't say who is the sower. He's just sowing the seed. But I think, exactly, I think the sower is God, is Jesus himself. The one who shares this message, like the seeds. If the seed is the word, the sower is the one who shares the message. And he's, Jesus sows this seed. He shares this message, not only with words, but with his whole life. And we are going to sing a song just in about a minute about that. It is the story and the meaning of the cross. And then, what are these different grounds? Are these different people? We have the people only with the good soil. We have the people only that have thorns. We have people that only have rocky paths in their life. It's a bit of a harsh statement. I think that these grounds are our hearts. And Jesus is then very specific. It's the worries that choke up the hope we have. It's the stress, perhaps, the difficult times, that the shallow times where the roots cannot really grow. And it is our eagerness to hear, our eagerness to learn about Jesus. That's pretty much life. It's pretty much life. And I think that the beauty of the story, and that's why I took it the time to explain the story to you, because there is a beauty in here. And I think that the beauty of this story is 
that we all have potential of the soil, of the good ground in our lives. We all do. And what happens with a seed that falls on good ground? What happens when you plant a seed? Who can tell me? What happens? It grows, yes, into a sunflower or maybe into a tree, an apple tree. And what happens then? It has seeds. It has fruit. And it grows and produces. That is the beauty of this story Jesus shares with us. We all have that in our life. And this is then our prayer. And I'm going to pray this for us. The prayer that in my life, Jesus, the seed will fall on good soil more than on the stony path, the hard ground or between the thorns, that I hear the word and receive it. Because as you say, this is the one who produces a crop yielding 160 or 30 times what was sown. Amen. And now Caitlin will share a story with us. Who are you? What are you doing in this church? I'm Caitlin. (laughs) And I turned up today. Um, I started coming when I was a student. And I literally Googled Church of Scotland near Sheens. (laughs) So that's how I ended up here. And I came along and everyone was really nice and friendly and it's very family oriented. So I just stayed for about 12 years now. So So if you haven't met Caitlin yet, today's your day to get to know her better. What do you... Think about the story you heard today. Do you have like a connecting point with it? A story for it? Yes, I do. I do. Um, so I was born into the church. Um, my family's Christian. And I, I've always felt I knew the love of God. But I only really felt it growing in me when I started going to a huddle at Barclay View Fourth Church. Um, And something that always sticks with me was the feeling of community. And we were all, we used to joke that we were the randoms because we were, we didn't really fit into any of the, you know, we weren't the parents or the students or the kids or any of the the main demographics. And we would share meals together and discuss things and share life together. And that's where I, I saw the love of God. Did you bring something? I did bring something. (laughs) This is not planned at all. (laughs) So, something that always reminds me of Huddle... Mm is tiramisu pudding. I don't know why, but it was always the choice of pudding that we had. And 
it just brings to mind the people that I met and the, the fellowship that we had and the laughter and practical love in terms of a meal at the end of the day after a hard day's work. <laughs> so you met God's love and you got to know his compassion through getting together for meals with people mm-hmm. in different circumstances, a bit older, a bit younger than you, and just sharing life together, basically. Yes. yes. Yeah. And pudding. And pudding, very important. And pudding. Thank you very much for sharing that story with us. David is now going to pray with us. Our Father, we thank you for pudding. We thank you for things simple as that that show us your love, that show us that um, relationship that we have with each other and with you. We thank you for the story today that reminds us that you had a message for the whole earth and that we are to share that message with others. We thank you for your word that teaches us about the world, about the earth, the animals, the birds, the fish, the insects, and the people in it. We learn about ourselves and our relationship with you. We learn of your amazing love for us and the plan you had to rescue us. We learn that when we give ourselves to you, we find forgiveness We find life and hope for the future. We learn what it means to follow you and that our attitudes, our thoughts and our actions should change as we become more like you. Being more like Jesus helps us to put other people first, to help those who need it, to forgive people who hurt or offend us and to try not to hurt or offend other people. We're going to say the words of a prayer that Jesus taught his friends. And if we really take them seriously, we are reminded that you are interested in us. You're our heavenly dad. You care for us. And you want what's good for us. We're reminded that you provide what we need, not what we want, but what we need. We're reminded that forgiveness is important and that we should try and avoid places, people or things that would tempt us to act in ways that don't honour you. It tells us that we can trust you because even although we don't always see it, you are in charge. And so we say together words that will be on the screen if you need them. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. Now we are going to sing that song. This is the story of the cross. One more time because we just learned this song and now we can sing it together. So if you will, please stand up for the song. And after the song, we're going to receive the blessing.
blessing together. And after that, just a wee reminder that you please remain seated until the steward give you the signal to leave. Let's receive the blessing. He has shown us what is right and what does the Lord require of us, but to do justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. May God, our Father, keep you close. Jesus, help us each day to receive his word. And may the Holy Spirit let it grow within us. And together we say, Amen.